You're listening to The Full Broadside. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of The Full Broadside. Although not really welcome back, welcome to another edition. Uh, session number 12 for us. Uh, I am Cyberjock. I'm joined again by KJ Mando and Sock. Nimitz, Nimitz could not be here this week. Uh, he's got and if uh, this is family not, stuff, uh, so... If this is not episode 12 for the, all of you guys, go back and watch the rest of the episodes, please. We'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can can you believe that we've? Um, I, I just realized that that we actually had ten episodes and we totally missed that. Like, isn't aren't we supposed to throw a party or something? Uh, I I don't know. I think it's maybe like twenty five, fifty, hundred, something like that. I don't know. So it's not like wedding anniversaries where we have like you know the the diamond anniversary or the <laughs> sapphire. I don't quite think so. No, um, it is kind of staggering though when you think about it. You know, most of these shows have been just over an hour long. We've got almost 12 full hours of footage of just us BSing and talking trash about the game. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Right. And and we still bicker like a bunch of old married couples, too. So I think it's more of an (laughs) Meanwhile, you're all old enough to be my dad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Down there. I don't know. Yeah, thanks I, for that. I just Sock. wanted to point out that we that we missed episode ten. I think it was a a good milestone for a new podcast. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was, but I'm sure we can do something special for uh, for the 25th. Maybe we'll uh, we'll do a a giveaway, or maybe we'll all just wear party hats or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on, Cyber, you may now continue with the intro. I think the intro that ship has sailed. I think it's all over, but the crying now. So we'll have to move on from there. Uh, (laughs) Well, it seems like the, uh, uh, the, the German carrier stuff that uh, we were all knocking out, that's just about to a close. I think there's eight, I want to say eight or nine hours left uh, to finish up those little division or those uh, directives and uh, close out that stuff. So, um, I don't know how you guys did on any of the crates that you got by doing the divisions. Um, figured I'd ask. I, I just got flags and some camos, and that was really about it. Yeah, I ended up with the Hipper, uh, which is a tech tree. Which I mean, I, I had it once before, but there's nothing wrong with you know putting it back into the port, a port spot. Yeah, I got the Hipper as well, which is nice because it was a line I was planning on going down anyway, and I hadn't touched it at all. So it's a nice head start. I know. Um, Kjar got the uh, the ultimate prize, as well as one other person in the clan did. Yeah, I wound up getting. Uh, well, I did get the hipper, and then the next one I got, I got the pomeranian out of it. So, oh, I'm sorry, the pomeran. No, yeah. that was just out of the crates from the directives. Then, no, that was out of the uh, the big crates. The purchase, right? With the blue yeah, crates, right? Yeah, the normal the normal crates. Uh, just mostly just flags. That's mm-hmm. all I ever got: flags and some camo. 
They're called big crates because they're meant only for whales to buy, and whales are big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, notice how Mando dodges that harpoon. It went to KJ at that one. All right. I said, if I'm a whale, I guess I'm big enough to take it. <laughs> I'll dig that harpoon out of your hindquarters there, KJ. No worries. Yeah, that's all right. I get I get blasted for being a whale and, and something else as well. So, you know, it, it's... It, yeah, it's, Mr. it's okay. Um, Mr. Used Car, uh, Star Citizen. Yeah, yeah. KJ's rent spent as much money on that game as you could have to get a fairly decent vehicle. <laughs> well, I do have four vehicles, so that's okay. But I also have four kids, so you know. Yeah, there's that. So, and, I mean, one, and isn't one of those vehicles a Jeep? I mean, we won't even go there. Hey, well, no, not my Jeep. The other thing is vehicles rust at at at. The money that he paid, he'd get two, three years out of it, and it'd be down the road. That would be it. Video games last forever. (laughs) I am glad that the German CV event is coming to a close, though. Um, I I think the shine on... I made it up to the Tier 8 August uh, Parsifal, and and I think that's a roadblock for me. So I don't know if I'm going to make the Baron Richtofen. I'm I'm struggling with the Tier 8. But out of the whole thing, I did end up purchasing the, um, and I have to correct myself because I've been I've been calling it the Lowenheart, and I got um, offline a message from somebody, and I'm pronouncing it wrong, and it, it is pronounced the Leuvenheart, the Leuvenheart, not the Lowenheart. So I I am glad that I picked up the Leuvenheart, which was the tier six premium. Um, I, I've been having a lot of fun with it, and I, I think if we ever go back to the tier six uh, clan battles, I think that'll be a good game changer because um, I used to run the Ark Royal uh, but now I'll be running the Leuvenheart yeah we came across a couple of those in clan battles after they got uh, released. yeah after it released and, and it, but, I, I mean, mean they were they were okay but I don't think that they were that super effective no I mean, so it didn't get AP bombs or anything was, was ripping up ripping us up but I mean leave it to Germany to uh, to put letters where letters are not True. Oh yeah, with the pronunciation. Yeah, apparently, yeah. and I I didn't know this that the W is pronounced as a V, and so it's the Leuven the Leuvenheart. I like Lowenheart because it reminds me of beer. But you know what can I say? Lowenbrow. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it the Lowenbrow from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, might as well. I think that's a good good way to go. And they're not he bombs or giant kegs of you know bitterstein or you know pilsner that they're dropping on people. Right. Well, the other thing we were talking about off, off air was the uh, the clan battle season that just came to an end minutes ago, and uh, we did okay, you know. But as as a clan in its first clan battle season, I uh, I think we did okay, you know. I mean, I don't know what our final percentage was, but I would imagine still under fifty percent. But I think we did pretty well. We're at forty nine point two four percent. That's wow. amazing. Interestingly, interestingly though, uh, as uh, interestingly though, uh, some individuals I, I looked at are the uh, individual clan players win rates in clan battles. Some of us are up at like sixty-seven percent, sixty-five percent in clan battles. And it's, I didn't realize that we had such a big discrepancy in win rate between people. I thought it would be pretty much even between everybody. 
Well, yeah, I, I, I was going to say I am very highly surprised and very um, happy of the guys. I didn't get to participate as much as I wanted to this season uh, just because, of, you know, real life issues and work, et cetera, got to pay the bills. But, you know, for being a brand new clan coming together and, and we've never as, you know, as a team with all the Wolfpack Alpha guys and it's, you know, it's not like we have the same um players coming together and, and working together all the time and, and getting a rhythm down. And so I, ref, you know, I'll just, for lack of a better term, an, an ad hoc clan battles team. I was really surprised that we made it as far as we did. And so, you know, shout out to all the Wolfpack Alpha guys. Um, great job. Great job. Most definitely. Congratulations to everybody who participated in it. Cause it's like we've said before, so like you said, it's, it's a bunch of, I hate to say scrubs, but it's a bunch of scrubs of all of us just getting together and coming together and working. It kind of shows you what you can actually do as a group if you play this as a team game and play it, you know, I'm not saying 100% correctly, but correctly. It's, it's just, I'm just blown away by how, how good we did. I just, uh, yeah, if I'm perfectly honest, when we started the season, I wasn't expecting us to ever make it out of Squall. Yeah, nor was I. Really, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I had a little bit better expectations. I didn't think we were going to make it up to you know storm and typhoon or anything. But no, um, if I'm a hundred percent honest, uh, I wasn't expecting us to win a single game. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I'm serious, and that just comes from my experience in World of Tanks. But at the same time, I was also basing my experience from World of Tanks off of the Wargaming League, not off of the. Uh, for the clan battle system there. The Wargaming League was kind of the uh, the best of the best of the best of the best players. And, uh, with honors. To to be honest with you, I had no business being in, in there, but I did it and I still won some games. You know, not, since we're on the clan battle subject, I don't know if you guys caught the latest on the dev blog, um, but there's going to be the option to have "Quote unquote mercenaries um, coming up in nine point nine. I don't know if you guys read that or not. No, go ahead and uh, open that little can up, and we'll see how yeah. far that goes. So, mercenaries, basically a commander of your your clan battle division, you'll have the opportunity to invite in the in, in quotation mercenaries in the clan okay. battles. So, so it's just you, like in World of Tanks with uh, strongholds legionnaires, right? Yeah, you you'll be able to get players that aren't in your clan. And you'll be able to um, fill in gaps on your roster, basically. I think that's a great um, idea. You only need, yeah, you only need to invite them to the division. Uh, you know, you'd be able to access it through the game tab. Um, after the battle, the person or the quote-unquote mercenary receives uh, rewards according to the league. Uh, the only thing they don't get is the economic bonuses, um, you know, from your port, whatever you have. But um, I, I think I think it's a great idea, and it's going to help out some of those you know smaller clans that are you know basically a group of friends that are playing together, and they they you know would like to get into clan battles, and so it's going to open up that player pool. And for those players, and and let's just be honest, there are some really good players out there that just don't want to be part of a clan, whether it be the drama or the you know um, rule sets or whatever. And so I I think it it's. It's um, as my twelve-year-old would would say. It's more better uh, to be able to add options to get more people into the clan battles, and so um, a lot more of your average Joe clans like us will be able to uh, 
you know, recruit more players. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a nice feature to be coming up. That's something that I've been asking for and wanting for years. It's two, two Canadian thumbs up from me. <laughs> you know, that that's interesting. And uh, is it going to be, uh, I guess, if, if there are other clans, it doesn't really matter whether they're in a clan or not. Just anybody, huh? I don't know. Um, I would imagine so. Yeah. Anybody would work the same. You know, it would it's intended for those clans that like they have they need one more person and one guy has this super good player on his friends list that isn't in the clan that kind of thing. Okay, because uh, I'm looking at our uh, Discord roster and we've got God probably seventy people in the Discord here, and I know there's a good handful of them that are listed as our honored guests that I play with once in a while, and uh, some of those guys are pretty darn good. If if we had uh, had that mercenary available to us, you know, uh, but that brings up the case that we can also do that on a second group too, and and get two or even three groups going into clan battles rather than just the one and people have to wait, you know. Yeah, that that brings up another good point too, because like you said, we we have our you know honored guests that are are in different clans. Um, I'll pick on you know Conquistador is a great guy, good player, and it maybe if his clan is not, um, you know the lard guys aren't on or whatever, um, you can shoot him an invite and say, hey man, you know you want to fill out a roster, and maybe he could bring a couple of his, you know guys over. I I think it's great. It it adds to the team building. It's going to put more, more, um, more clans you know, more players up on the roster um, and get more people involved. Um, but anyway, so that's what's coming down in, in 9.9. Didn't mean to hijack the, the clan battles train ride there, but... Um, We're coming up on 9.8 right now, right? Yeah, 9.8's coming out. New Dockyard, the Anchorage... That's got to be uh, coming out in the next couple of days because my uh, launcher's already downloaded it. Yeah, pre-patched, like 8 gigabytes. I mean, it was a huge pre-patch that was coming out i didn't even look at how big it was my internet's fast enough i don't even really i didn't i don't even throttle the pre-downloads yes uh same here i w w this morning i was hanging out down and i was doing some seal clubbing down in the lower divisions and w w which by the way and, and that is a whole nother topic that i have on my notes here but um I, I noticed like my my uh, my what do you call it? My ping was jumping around, mm. and then my frames per second was jumping around. And I I just happened to catch it. It was like this huge eight gigabyte pre preload. Um, but yeah, nine point eight is going to be a big one because we, we got the dockyard coming up, and we got um, the the anniversary. And of which, by the way, and I'm going to jump down a rabbit hole here. Did you guys see the the um, summer event that they snuck in on us with the little summer tokens. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, if did you, any, I'm sure you guys noticed, uh, I took, I took advantage of the Santa crates. Um, to me, I always loved the Santa crates and these were the big Santa crates and you actually got them at a discount. If you purchase some of the tokens, the summer tokens, um, you yep. would get them at a discount more than you would like towards the Christmas time. Um, I, I got lucky. I ended up landing in Alabama out of one of the big Santa crates. And so, but, that was kind of cool, um, you know. Um, two thumbs up to War Games for kind of sneaking that in there. I mean, that wasn't really—I yeah. didn't see any anything on the radar on that one coming up. Yeah, I got nothing. I also got Santa crates. I got nothing good. I got I camouflages and flags. Yeah, yeah. that's all I got. Yeah, same way with me. I got uh, all five—the five that you were limited to, nothing more. 
and I got flags and a couple of camos. I didn't get anything real nice out of it. Um, I did, though, when, when I did the purchase for picking up some other tokens, I ended up with some doubloons on one of the packages, so I used the doubloons to buy a Kriegsmarine container or two, and I ended up with a Z39 out of it. So at the very least, I finally got something. But uh, once again, I had to spend money to get it. I might as well just have bought a, sh bought a ship in the, <laughs> in the game right away yeah. and been done with it. But whatever, it's it's something, I guess. Did you have the Z39 from before? No, I did not. And if I remember correctly, didn't, didn't you just go through and clean all of the all of uh, a ship class out of your port recently? <laughs> yeah, I forgot Wait, all about that. Did we talk that. about that? Did we talk about so, that? Last week no, that, no, that, uh, that was in between the shows. News. What's, yeah, that's what's news. the name of that? What did, what what was that song? Kind of like a, a fly in your chardonnay, isn't it? Ironic. Who who sang that? What was it? Alanis Morissette said. Yeah. Alanis Morissette. yeah. <laughs> Ironic, yeah. <laughs> isn't it ironic yeah no i just i had to bring that up and, and throw the, the whale harpoon back in your direction because I, I just thought it was hilarious now that you mentioned it um <laughs> after your bout with with the destroyers and you end up picking one up out of a crate yeah, so oh. for, for everybody listening if you have some cash laying around gift cyberjock one all of the destroyers <laughs> No, no, no! I don't want destroyers. No, especially I, the Friesland. He absolutely loves the Friesland. I hate that ship. <laughs> terrible, terrible ship. No, it, it actually it was it was just a long couple of days there where every time I dropped in a destroyer, the carrier would find me and go right for me. I couldn't avoid carriers at all. It seems like I was. I was magnetic or something. They just went right at me, and I couldn't do anything about it. And I just, I, it was a long couple of couple of days at work and home and all of that. And it just, I finally said, "All right, rage quit this crap." And I, I chucked every DD I had. I left, I left three. Uh, well, two. Uh, what was the the Loyang? Because that's a premium. I didn't really want to sell that. I figured, well, because you didn't sell any premiums. Well, that was the only premium DD that I had was the Loyang, and I saved the Jervis because I play that at range anyway, and I sit and smoke and just plink away fires all day, and and that's okay. It's not really a DD. I don't have to cap. You know, I can be like KJ and refuse to cap. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are the only two that I kept. And then the summer thing comes out and I'm just um, going through and I figured, you know what? I might get a Palmer and I might get the Hipper. I might get any of these. Sharn Horse wouldn't be bad. You know, the Black Friday crates. I, I went and gave those a shot to just try and get something else. And what do I get? I get a cut. C39. Great. Another DD that I'm not going to play. <laughs> God, it, it was a rough week, guys. So, okay, so let me rabbit hole this one now. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Since, since we're on the destroyer topic, um, specifically the German destroyers, and I know I had put something up in the Discord. Um, somebody was talking about, you know, going up the, the, uh, and I, I'm going to, here's, I'm going to poke fun of sock and say the Z line, because I just think that's really wonky when you guys say Z, but the Z, the Z line, it's a Z. Big capital Z. Oh, the Japan or Japanese German destroyers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. not Z. It's not a Z. It's a Z. It's just that there's no ed after it. Just a Z fifty two. And uh, or oh, oh, the Z fifty two. Right. You know yeah. we pronounce it the way the British pronounce it, and the British are English, and English is from England, and that is that, so. That is the correct way to say English. <laughs> you Americans go away. 
Well, and isn't 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 Zed the German uh, a term for Z anyway? Oh, probably. I don't know. I should know. I'm German. I think I think that's why it comes. I thought you were Canadian. My family is uh, German. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose we can yeah. all be that. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, any, any, I still anyway. have relatives living that speak German, but I never I never learned how to do it. Anyway, I, um, carry on. So we were talking about the the Z line or the Z line, if you're Canadian or German, and uh, um, brings up my question, which is power crept destroyers. I mean, we all know that the that the cab has just been just it's it's a port queen now. Um, the Shima, yeah. uh, the Shima, it, it, Shima is getting you know getting there. But the Z fifty two line that was my favorite line. It was one of my first tier tens that I went up. And okay, okay a- but back, backing up a little bit, a little bit of change of topic. I've heard tell that they're replacing the Kaba. Okay, um, expand on that. I, I don't know with what. I don't know when. I've just heard. I don't. Re- I don't even remember where I heard it. I was hoping that one of you guys might have also heard this. I've heard that they're planning on replacing the Kaba. Kind of like what they did with the Moskva, making it a premium or a coal ship or whatever, and and replacing it with something a little more relevant rather than rebuffing it and uh, admitting that they over nerfed something. Interesting. So the that's other, something we're gonna have to look into then. Yeah, the only thing I see in the tech tree or the expanded tech tree is that DDR10, which is a tier ten destroyer. Yes, and, and I've run into a couple of them online, and so my biggest joke. I have several running jokes that I keep with you know my friend circle. One of them is. If your potato stayed out, stay out of ranked. Ranked just makes me rage quit, um, and yet I still play it. Uh, one of the other ones that I have is my ongoing, you know, poke at people is community super testers, not community contributors. Super testers are like the most unsocial people in the game. I mean, I I totally get it. You're under an NDA. I, I'm not going to talk to you about the stats. Does it suck? Does it you know? Is it good or whatever? <laughs> but if I say, hey, you know, how's it going today? It, 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 at least be, you know, um, sociable. Say, hey, guys, right? how's it going? Uh, most of the super testers that I've run into, especially like late at night, hey, man, how's it going? It, they don't even say anything. I mean, and so anyway. Honestly, testers, I bet a lot of those guys just have chat turned off. They probably do. So if you're a super tester, be social. I don't know. Don't, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, we're, we're just here to talk like the rest. We, we get it. We get it. You're under an NDA. Totally get that. But you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a Zed about it, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyway, to, getting back to the Z52 and the whole Z39, it, um, does anybody else get the feeling? Because I'm looking at one of the new sh- the, the new German destroyers that's coming out, um, and it's it's like the Z44 um I've lost tra- I lost track of all the numbers of those ships like three years ago. I don't e- I don't even know. I couldn't tell you the tiers. I couldn't tell you what that tech tree is. I know one of them has a T in it. So, <laughs> I guess my whole point is now that I hijacked the whole podcast. My whole point is that the Z fifty two, which was one of my favorite all time ships, has gone the way of the Dodo Bird because it is so power crept at this point because they've got all these different, you know. German lines coming out now that far surpass it. 
Um, I mean, the gimmick used to be it had the hydro. You had the the hydro, you could be able to spot stuff and smoke. But now, I mean, you've got stuff with radar. I mean, you've got the you know the small end and the orkin and you know the black and it, it's just it's power creep. So I I don't know. I thought that they recently what? buffed the Z fifty two. They did with the HE on it. Or did they not buff it enough? Or oh, right, they gave it quarter caliber pen, didn't they? Yeah, it was like a they brought it up to thirty thirty percent. But when you so when you look at the Z fifty two though, it's only got ten point five kilometer um, torpedo range, and the guns are um, you know as compared to you know the Europeans, the the, the guns are are just anemic yeah. now. It used to be the best thing on the on the market. But I, I guess the whole my whole point is is that as much as we love all the new ships and stuff coming out, let's Wargaming, if you're listening, don't don't forget about the good old fashioned stuff. Now, yeah, like we, we talked about last week, some things have withstood the test of time, like the Des Moines, the mm-hmm. Otago. Um, you, you know, there is ships out there that that's great, but I, I think the whole Z52 line, the uh, the whole uh, it, it got left behind. So, I'm done. My rant's off. Well, well, isn't the whole shtick of the Z52 that the torpedoes reload quickly? I I don't know. I haven't played it. They they do, but when you look at the European line, they look yeah, the bigger, bigger, big, bigger, better, faster, stronger. Oh my God! I mean, like the Howland, I keep trying to talk Cyber into going up the European DD line because you could just roll around with your AA on and tell the carriers, "Come at me! I don't care! Come at me! I'll you know, I'll I'll get air defense, <laughs> you know, metal every time." Um, I but can't. They do. They, I sold so it. my Howland. <laughs> I sold the so, Scana to you. Um, the the Hallen is like um, I think with all your mods, it, you can get it down. It's like a minute, ten second reload time. Yeah, something like and, that. And you're talking fifteen kilometer torps that are going what nine ninety knots. Now, to be I mean, fair, they only do ten thousand damage, but uh, they yeah, do with you a can high flood through so many of them. Well, yeah, if you stagger them out. You know, with, with a sixty-second reload, so every thirty seconds you're you're firing these things out there. The the Z fifty-two, even even with the unique upgrade on it, is not going to spit out torpedoes that much. In in, it's only a ten point five range. You know, so I, I guess I, again, going back to my point is, we're going to don't forget about the lines that you still have out there, um, because we're, they're just they're they're producing on the. You know, I love new ships, but on the downside to that is is that there's so much so many ships with a different unique quality, you know, gimmick. I don't know what we call it. Unique attribute, whatever. Shtick. Yeah. A shtick that, you know, people don't even want to, I don't know. It's, it's ultimately, and I get it. They're, they're a company that want to make business, but ultimately it, it's almost turning into a big money grab. Versus, yeah. well, versus, be, be careful with that because it, eventually they're going to say, Oh, Soviet battleships have been out for long enough. I guess they've been power crept. The Kremlin needs a buff. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God forbid they buff the Kremlin. But anyway, I'm done. My before we yeah before we skip off of that, I was going to say the uh, Z or Z52. um, That whole line is is always really been more of a gunship line than torpedo line. So comparing that to the Europeans uh, DDs. 
I don't know that that really plays well, uh, or, or is it's more of an apples to oranges is my, in my thoughts. Um, but being a gunship line, you you put them up against say the Russians, they are way underpowered compared to the Russian uh, either any of the Russian uh, DDs. Um, I, I went up the Grozovoy line, and I'll tell you what, from the uh, what was it tier six. All the way up, I switch to AP, and I can penetrate and get citadels on cruisers. I've never once been able to do that with a German destroyer. So maybe maybe there's something to that. Maybe that whole line has been crept a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, the the Z line, they're supposed to be a, a master of all trades. You know, um, what, jack of all trades, master of none. And... Mm-hmm. Um, they're not even a jack of all trades anymore because the the shtick or the gimmick or whatever we want to call I just call it the gimmick was at the time they had the hydro and right. and the hydro you're able to spot stuff and so well now you have um you know it, it, the only other ship that was out there a comparable destroyer was the black and that was a steel ship not a lot of people had access to it um but now since the black is going to coal um you have the small one, which is free xp so i mean you know, conceivably, you you could free you know get it for free, and those have radar on it, which you know I don't know. It just it, it's leaving a really good solid line. They're, they're they're leaving it in the dust, and I don't see there's there's no point. I mean, I love the Z fifty two, but it's 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 a port queen now, and you know that's just my take on it. Right on. Well, I think that's a good spot uh, to take a quick break, and uh, why don't we do that? And uh, we'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks for waiting. Uh, we just finished up with some DD talk, and uh, Sock, go ahead with your announcement. We have a contest uh, coming up. So by the time you uh, by the time you hear this, it will already be live. The idea is um, whoever can do the most damage in a ship of tier eight or below. Uh, within the contest period, it will this will all be outlined in a message in the Discord, to which you can find a link in the podcast description. That's what it is, right? It's a description. It's kind of how it works. Right. Okay. It, wh- wherever the link is, you'll find it to our Discord. The contest is open to Discord members only, so that's Wolfpack members and honored guests. Honored guests are welcome to participate. There will be an email that you'll send your post-battle results screen to, um, and whoever does the most damage in the contest period, which is going to be a week, it'll end on Friday. Whoever does the most damage, whoever has the best, highest damage game, will win 5,000 gold. I think it's 5,000 gold. I think that's what I settled on. I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, all, the, all the proper details and the rules of engagement will be outlined in the Discord message that will be going in the announcements tab of the Wolfpack Alpha Discord. Um around the same time that this episode goes live. So uh, full details will be there. Good luck, and uh, I hope to see lots of entries. I hope this gets interesting. I want to see lots of people participate, and if this goes well, the more will follow. Just to let everybody know that Sock has disqualified himself, so he can't win it himself. So I believe, from what I, I, I think... Uh, <laughs> who was it? Was me, Cyber, Kajar, we were talking yeah. a little while ago that we kind of had a gentleman's agreement that the four of us, Nimitz, isn't going to be around. He's, he's, uh, has, he's away for a few weeks. Uh, that the four of us were not going to be participating. That's correct. Correct. 
I was just going to ask, are whales excluded? Yes. yes. <laughs> whales are not allowed either. I just yeah. figured that uh, one of the, the four of us have a pr- would, have a, uh, would have had a pretty good chance of winning it. Uh, hold on. I got to get this harpoon out of my hindquarters there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just you. We, we all said, no, none of us are going to participate. This is for the listeners, not I mean, the providers yeah. of the I mean, podcast. Obviously, I can't participate because... I'm the one footing the bill this time. Right. So that just wouldn't right. make any sense for me to participate because I'm host. But yeah, it just kind of, we kind of had a gentle, we had a gentleman's agreement that, uh, cause it would be kind of a, <laughs> it would look kind of crappy on us for us to kind of, yeah, send in your submissions. It'll be great. And then we come back and be like, Hey guys, one of us won. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might be a little underhanded. I'm a real honest guy, but still there'd be some question. Yeah, maybe next time. Yeah, oh, this is gonna be exciting. It's our first, um, our first contest, right? Correct. Uh, yes. Yeah, so that's interesting. Anybody yep. who listens to the show, uh, that'll be cool. Listen up and uh, read the rules. Check for it in the announcements of our Discord. And uh, I will say, participate. as a word of warning, read the rules very carefully before you submit, because. Um, you're only allowed to submit a screenshot once. And if you don't format the email correctly, you will be just that battle will be disqualified and you will not be able to send it again. I'm just a a jerk and I don't want to have to deal with lots of emails. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to have to sift through all of it. And it's also going to be a really good test to see how many of you guys can follow basic instructions. (laughs) <laughs> well, see, that disqualifies me right there without even... <laughs> yeah, yep, he's out. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we said we weren't going to participate, because we knew we couldn't follow the directions ourselves. So, you know. Well, and, and Sock and I were... He, he threw out the idea of a, uh, of a code word that you had to hear on the show, and uh, we kind of killed that, but I, I have since come out with a great code word that we could have used there, Sock. That might come around next time. I just I want to see how much interest we're going to get and how um, without the added complication of having of forcing people to listen for it because that might just keep me on people might end up being that's only 5000 gold screw it it's not worth the effort well i was going to use a code word that a, a name of a player that i saw in game the other day and it just made me laugh cuz his name was quite funny so i was going to use that one <laughs> oh yeah who was keeping the name list? KJ, was that you that was going to keep the the funny name list? What funny name list? Or oh, was that uh, Nimitz? Must have I been. Think that must, must have been Nimitz. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, well. I, I think we need to do a new segment on the show where we get like our top three in-game tag names for the week. For the, yeah, for give a week. shout out to those guys. Because yeah, I've been seeing. Some really funny ones out there. Now that we mention it, and it's almost like a, a sub game in itself, where you like where, where your map and you load in the screen loads in, and you look to see who's on the yeah. other team and and to pick out the the wildest, see who's got well, the best name. Uh, those of you who have divisioned with me, you'll know that uh, I like to stir the pot a little bit in chat. I like yeah. at the beginning of the game, I put something completely random in. Uh, in chat, like uh, I'll just put in chat, like I like chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then just watch it, just watch it go. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, on that uh, on that note, I will say, uh, c- 
good job on your your name uh, to Crimson Butt Flap. It made me laugh, <laughs> and so shout out to you, buddy. Good name. I enjoyed reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we got a winner. It's it's a new segment we got. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but also, you know, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, sock, uh, you know, stirring the pot in in uh, in in battles, randoms, and whatnot. I, I will have to uh, little shout out to Shep tonight because he uh, in our clan, we were in clan battles. It was the last one, and we matched up against the team of nothing but destroyers. And he's over there, clickety, 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 and we can hear his... his Sorry, for context there, he has a really loud keyboard yeah, and, his, yeah, and, a, and yeah, a microphone yeah. that sits right on his desk. Right, right. So, yeah, you can hear him clicking, and then we're like, God, are you, are, it seems like you're typing angry. What's going on over there? <laughs> and then, then it pops up in the chat to both teams... And he tells the other team, hey, Cyberjocks, our clan leader, it would be nice if you guys would torp him first. <laughs> so, and the fun, and I said, well, I replied to everybody too. I'm like, wow, nice guys. Anybody looking for a Weisenheimer for your, your team? Because this one's about to be homeless. And, uh, and, and wouldn't you know it, I was the first one that ate about 12 torps and I was done. I was like, you sons of beans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had his own contest. He was handing out doubloons to the yeah. torpedo hits, right? Yeah. So whoever uh, got that rich. final hit on me, congrats to you. <laughs> you won whatever <laughs> prize Shep's putting up. Anyway, I believe it's time for the weekly grind. What do we yes, have in store yes. this week? Um, you know, and that was one thing we we were gonna uh, wait for submissions and whatnot. And I honestly didn't hear a whole lot. Uh, so we decided we to any? go. No, I did not. Uh, it was just us five that were talking about it, and uh, I think we settled on the weekly grind uh, for the ship line that we're going to talk about every week. Um, this week, we are tackling the Italian cruiser line. It's fairly new to the game, but it's been out, what, God, probably a year anyway by now. It's got to be a year by now. Yeah, something like that. And uh, I know I've had a lot of success on the upper tiers and uh, enjoyed the line. Uh, what do you guys think uh, about the Italian cruisers? Uh, KJ Mando, what experience do you guys have with them? I, I'm not familiar with what ships you guys have. Uh, I was as far as the Trento, uh, besides some, you know, a couple of the premiums, but the Trento is about as far as I've gotten on it. But again, I don't. I mean, I play cruisers to a certain degree, but I don't play that many cruisers. I mean, what I've what I have right. played of it, it's been pretty fun. I mean, that SAP will eat through things pretty quickly. I've been up through the line, so I'm I'm up to the Venezia. Um, is that one of the ones you reset? No, it, that's I will not reset my Italian line. I like it that much. That's one of those lines um, that I'm gonna I'm gonna keep around um, just because I, I did some respecking on my Venezia and I spec'd it up for a, a longer range. Um, and I I just I had a really satisfying you know just one of those games where you just walk away and you just got to kind of you know take a knee and you know, do a fist pump in the air or whatever. I mean, it was just, it was a really good game the other night um, because I finally found a good captain equipment combo that really worked with it. So to answer your question, I will not reset that line. I love the Italian line. It's a great line. It's a struggle as is with anything. You, you got to cut your teeth, um, you know, through the Amalfi, but once you get up to the, in, in Cybernose, once you get up to the Brindisi, uh, it, the line really opens up. Um, the, yeah. I, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, got 
to the Brindisi, or sorry, to the Amalfi. The Amalfi. Um, I, 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 I really like Zara. I free XP'd all the way up to the Zara because I didn't want to have to deal with the low tiers. Uh, I really like the Zara. It was one of my favorite tier 7s I've ever played. The Amalfi's, it's not bad, but it's kind of disappointing. Uh, 16 kilometers of range is not quite enough to be relevant in tier 10. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, I highly suggest one of the captain skills that you get is that, what is that, that tier 1 expert loader where you can swap back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. I have that. My captain is. I believe my captain is only 11 points, and that was... I think what I have on him right now, I don't have the game open right now, so I can't uh, actually look at it, but off the top of my head, I believe I have Priority Target, Adrenaline Rush, Superintendent? It's got to be Superintendent. Uh, concealment and Expert Loader. So the the entire line, um, I highly recommend, if you like kiting, I know we were talking about last episode with the kiting, these, this is the kiting, uh, you know, the, the king of kiting is the tier 10 Venezia. Um, the whole line, you can kite with it. The Trento, the Zara, um, Amalfi is where you start opening up into your three rifle turrets. So it's more of a traditional, you know, AB and then a X turret in the back versus the AB, XY with, with the two rifles per turret. So you're, you could do, you know, quote unquote, a little bit more bow tanking, but you're, the maneuverability of this line, um, what is my Venetia with, with flags is just with the speed flag in the Venetia, my, my normal cruising speed is 38.4 knots in a cruiser, just cruising around. Yeah. It's and quick. like, yeah, it's quick. And the turning circle is pretty good. 760 meters rudder shift time. I've got it down. So my, my, um, my benchmark for rudder shift is get it as close to 10 seconds as possible. Anything below 10 seconds is, you know, icing on the cake. But you just, it's, you know, it's a Ferrari on the ocean and you're cruising around. The whole line is um, very highly maneuverable, situational. Um, but, you know, what isn't uh, in a cruiser? Um, but I, I recommend, especially if you're grinding, get that expert loader. It's a one-point captain skill um, because you will eventually get something that will you'll find and you'll, you'll pop. You'll you'll pop out of of concealment and you'll find it full broadside. The the Italian armor piercing hits really hard, and then of course when they start angling back on you, just switch back to your SAP. Um, solid line, solid. If you're new to the game, uh, the Des Moines, you know, going up the the Des Moines line, you can't go wrong. And this is another one of those lines you you, you can't go wrong with the Italian cruiser line. That's my take on it. Yeah, and I'm with you. That's that's not one that I would reset either. I enjoy that line so much. It, uh, you know, I was talking. Nimitz was uh, talking about it a few weeks ago, and uh, I told him, I said, you know what? I fire a few shots and I wait for them to shoot at me, and I start banking out of it. I I kite away and I just wiggle my tail and watch all the rounds go by, and that's really it. You you stay alive so much longer. By staying at range and you can pop the smoke if you get more than a couple of people looking at you and you just ride it out and that that sap does a ton of damage you, you fire at that superstructure when you get a cruiser or, uh that that makes a mistake and gives you a broadside you you have that expert loader on there you uh you switch to ap and you can you can delete them quick with that too it's uh they're high velocity shells of the ap and uh it's a lot of fun that line all the way up uh 
Uh, I think the Amalfi for me was a little slow. I kind of kind of didn't care much for that one. Uh, and the same reason that you're finding there, Sokka. It just doesn't have the range. Um, the Brindisi and the Venencia, though, when they're properly spec'd out, can reach out to 19. And a, an extra little bonus, I've got Captain Spaghetti, Luigi Sansonetti, on my Venencia. And well, I forget what it is. I don't know if it's... I don't think it's the 100 successful hits. It's when I get a... When I destroy a ship, his little flare goes out. And his little thing is that I can extend my range by, I want to say, 2K. So I can reach out to 21, 22K with him, which is just killing a destroyer, which is what you're really doing anyway in most of the time when in, in those ships. Um, they can delete destroyers with that SDP really, really nicely. So if you get a kill right away, up goes the signal flare, and now you've got longer range and you can do more damage. It's 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 amazing. It, it's really good ship line. But just one question, though, is that if that line was the line that you really liked, wouldn't that be the reason to reset it so you can grind your way back through it? Because you guys talked about that resetting the lines. And you've always said, find a line that you like and enjoy and reset that one because that way you'll work your way back through it again. So wouldn't that make sense to do that? Right. And in my case, I had already reset. I, I, I like three lines really a lot. And I reset one last uh, re, uh, was a research point season. And I reset another one this re research point season. Uh, and that was the first one was the French battleships. The second one was the Russian battleships. I had the Kremlin for a couple of days, and boom, I sold it with the research bureau. Uh, so I'm going to regrind those two lines, but I'm not right now in any hurry to research or uh, reset, so I can re-research the uh, the uh, Italian cruiser line because really, I got in the Venezia and I'm really loving it. I got to get a lot more battles under my belt. You know, before I decide that I'm going to pull, and, and that might be the case. It might be after uh, the the next season comes along. I think this one runs till what November sometime, and then once that's over, there'll be another one. Maybe at that point, I'll reset. But for now, I'm not going to. I was just curious because I mean, I know we talked about researching, uh, resetting the lines for the research bureaus, and I remember you guys were talking about that before about if you find a line you really like and enjoy going up redo that one because that way you would want to go back and do it again because I just I go through the lines and I just don't have a desire necessarily to go grind that line again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except for weirdly enough the French battleship line that would be the only line that I could think of that I could even think about resetting and I don't know why. Yeah, but yeah well me. and I like the French battleship <laughs> line that's one that I reset. I reset the uh, right. the Russian battleship line because there was really one garbage ship in that whole line and uh i don't have to say any more on that i think everybody who listens to this show knows which one i didn't like <laughs> but yeah i reset two lines that i really like and uh you know i'm not in any hurry to grind 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 it's it's going to be hey when somebody new is in the clan only has up to tier seven well i happen to have this ship at tier seven and i'm grinding i'll jump in and we'll i'll run that one with you you know and and i've got them reset they're there forever i will get the the twenty thousand uh, research points when I complete it all, that's fine. I'm not in any hurry. It will happen when it happens. I'm just going to keep going about my business, and 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 it'll happen. And at some point, yeah, the Italian cruisers. Once I've finished off these other two, I'll probably reset that one at some point too. I don't know. Maybe I'll do the French battleship line again. Who knows? 
one thing I do really enjoy about the Italian cruiser line is when you spec out your captain, the, the captain, it's one spec throughout the whole line. It, it, for example, if you're going up one of the other lines where you're using like the 152 millimeter and then the 203 millimeter, you, you know, might want to put IFHE on there if that's what your spec out is. And then suddenly you get up to tier 10 and I'll use the British heavy cruiser line uh, or you get up to tier nine with a Drake and it switches up to like the 234 millimeter and suddenly you don't need the ifhe skill anymore so now you got to respect your captain well one thing about the italian line is you don't have to worry about that because there's no um high explosive unless you have one of the you know the the premiums but you you use the same captain skills throughout the line so you could really develop and work on that 19 point captain and not have to worry about no i don't want to do this or or i I don't want to you know spec into this skill because I'm going to have to change it once, you know, I get to tier 10 anyway. So that's that's another cool feature to me um, with the captain skills on the Italian line. Yeah, kind of a plug-and-play captain situation there, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's one skill set, and you don't have to change it or respec it or... Um, you know, again, the, the now the Italian cruiser, the premiums are different. And for those that don't know, I'm um, talking about the Duca di Asta and the Abruzzi uh, because those came out before the Italian line came out, and those actually use high explosive. So those are firing the 152 millimeter rounds, and they do use high explosive, and it is recommended to put um, the inertia fuse for high explosive, the IFHE skill on those. But those are kind of different. Those are often like a little niche on the side. The the entire Italian cruiser line, it's either armor piercing or the SAP, the semi-armor piercing. So you don't have to worry about, you know, that whole debate, IFHE, you know, to, to do it or not to do it. You've got the, the Genovia that if you have that one, or Genovia, however you want to pronounce it, um, that has the SAP as well, so if you have that premium as a tier five, you can use that to easily train your captains. Because right. uh, that one has the two hundred threes with SAP. Yeah, and so does the uh, the the Gordicia, uh, which was the one that, that came out with the event when they released it. Right. Yeah, and I will say, just kind of a little aside here, the semi armor piercing. I would like to say, I think. They're better termed as strategic armor piercing because if you place them well, you can do a major amount of damage to anything. Watch oh my, oh my goodness. Yeah, they are the SAP is the bane of destroyers, even yes. more than aircraft carriers. When I'm in a destroyer and I see an Italian cruiser pop up, no matter, I don't care if it's the Trento, the Zara, the Amalfi, when one of those pops up within range, I skedaddle out of there. Yep, go the other way. Yep. Be on the other side of the map from him. That's that's your best bet. And uh, honestly, though, you know, if you're in an Italian cruiser, I have had a lot of success staying at range and and going after the slow Kerfurst or the Kremlin or something like that, and just keep hitting them with salvo after salvo. And I'm doing all kinds of damage to them. So I mean, if you're a glutton for building up tons and tons of damage, and and that's what makes you smile, well, <laughs> this might be the 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 uh, ship line for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, even in clan battles, we'd come across the, the Trentos, and, you know, I was playing the Graf Spey, and it was like, would somebody get rid of this thing? Because he's eating through me. And, yeah. Just even, yeah. I, mean, I know the Graf Spey is not the, the, the be all end all shit, but. No, but it's a scary on, ship. Yeah, bow on. I can, I can do, I can take, you know, for the most part, but he was just eating, you know, they would just right, eat right through me. And I'm like, okay, he's got to go away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Even more so than high explosive. I mean, it, right. and the Spey is a tanky, it's a tanky cruiser. 
Right. All right. Well, let's wrap up the uh, Italian cruiser line in our uh, weekly grind segment, and uh, let's move on because we're we're running low on time. And I wanted to cover. Uh, this is something that I picked up on the blog, uh, the the uh, development blog coming in nine point nine. They've got a bunch of premium ships coming. I don't know if any of you guys have seen any of these. Uh, we did. Actually, Mando, you brought up the Z44. That's one of them. But they've got a Japanese, uh, looks like battleship at Tier 9, the Heisen. Uh, they have the Z44, the uh, German destroyer. They have a Tier 7 Strasbourg battleship out of France. So I might have interest there. Uh, a Tier 10 Plymouth, which is a destroyer out of the United Kingdom. And Light cruiser. Is it? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, My bad. A, I, looked at it, class. <laughs> I looked at it, and it looked like a destroyer, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. It, it has the cruiser symbol. So, okay. So, there's that one. And then the other one is uh, looks to be Italian. No, no, sorry. that's I'm wrong. That is... Indian. Indian Navy. So, that is that Commonwealth, or is that going to be European? Commonwealth. Okay, so Commonwealth. Yeah, it's so, gonna it's going to join the uh, Blitzkavika. Ah uh, yes, the European so, country of India. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is a this is a tier six cruiser. The it looks like Mysore, but I think it's Misere probably. I don't know how they want to pronounce it, but it's uh, yeah. Mysore, so, I mean, yeah. yeah, Mysore. So there's a handful of ships that are premium. I don't know if they're going to go for doubloons or if they're going to go for coal or steel or what. But uh, any thoughts on any of those ships? Uh, the the Plymouth, of, of course, I'm a big fan. I'm waiting for the Belfast 43 to come out. The Plymouth is, it's been tagged as a tier 10 Belfast, but I mean, there's a lot of differences. It is going to have the surveillance radar and smoke generator. Um, and hydro. It, and hydro. It's gonna, this is more compared to the um, Minotaur or a Minotaur, however you pronounce it, um, more so than a Belfast because it's going to have, check this out, it's got four turrets four rifles per turret so you got 16 rifles pumping out shells out of this thing um it's going to be ap yeah. only but it'll still have you'll be able to you know radar from smoke and launch uh torpedoes and so this is going to be more of a of a multi heavier barreled minotaur than it would be a belfast so right right but looking at has a lower fire range too lower fire range yeah. that's what i was going to say and it's got light armor so you're going to have to get in close with these things and you're going to have to know how to angle otherwise you're going to be out quick so there's going to be a recurring theme with the new royal navy cruisers coming out is wargaming and i kind of like it because i love the royal navy line um getting you up and, and more equipped or better prepared to get up closer to c help the destroyers contest the caps. And that's why they're, they're coming out with these different ships to, to be able to get in a lot closer. Your Strasbourg, that's, um, Cyber, you'll like that. That's your Dunkirk class coming out. The Richelieu Dunkirk. With a main class. battery reload booster. Yeah. Well, and I'm looking at it, and when I first saw it, I'm like, that looks like a John Bart sister. I like this already. I don't have to read anything about it. It's a John Bart at seven. All right. I'm all over this, but we'll see. I, I, I might check that one out. That one, to me, looks looks more uh, interesting than the rest. Um, 
I mean, I saw the Tier 9 Heisen uh, out of Japan, and that one looks... I mean, it looks like a, a, a better armored Yamato is what it looks like in the picture. Uh, but it's only got the 410 uh, guns, so I don't yeah, know. 12, 12 410s and four turrets. Huh. It's called the Super Battleship. Okay. As if the the Yamato wasn't a super battleship enough, or the Shikishima. My goodness. Right. Yeah, it looks interesting. Well, and, one uh, thing that's yeah. going to be interesting about that ship is it could potentially have, until the Vermont comes out, have the heaviest broadside in the game in terms of sheer potential alpha damage. Uh, right, right now, the Montana and the Grosser Kerfurst are tied for that. <laughs> Yeah, but very yeah. interesting. The uh, the uh, the Mysore is uh, a Fiji type light cruiser. Uh, it was built for Royal Navy, but transferred to the Indian Navy. So it's a British ship. It's going to have a lot of the characteristics of the Fiji. Which honestly, I loved the Fiji. Uh, that was one of my favorite ships going up that line. Um, and so, it's an acoustic search too. So yeah, and it it also only has AP. So that's going to be interesting. Talking earlier about, um, you know, the the original tech tree ships that, uh, you know, like Des Moines um, and, and ships that are still around. The Fiji is another one that I would say it's an OG tech tree ship. I, I always will have a Fiji in my port. You can't go wrong with a Fiji, especially in some of the rank sprints and some of the tier seven rank solid ship. Yeah, well, I think, you know what? Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up with some parting shots. Uh, KJ, why don't you hit us up first? Uh, about the usual. Everybody stay safe out there. Uh, for anybody listening, do me a favor. Please, please, please jump in rank whenever Rando's, Mando's there and potato away. Because he's <laughs> lucky. <laughs> you want to watch me rage quit, don't you? <laughs> I, I, I think, of course. <laughs> I, I, I think Mando's wife put him on a low-carb diet, so he can't have a whole lot of potatoes, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's about it for me. All right, Mando, how about you? What's your parting shots today? My parting shot is I am so upset at, at War Games right now, um, looking over the 9.7 stuff. As you know, I've been talking a lot about the Florida coming out. Well, I'm not going to be talking about it much. They have nerfed that poor ship into the ground. Wargaming, give that ship a chance. Let let the Florida float. I, I mean, they got hit with a, not only a round one of, of nerfs, but now it got hit with a round two nerf bat. 2.0 has hit it again and now sadly it's it's one of those ships that i am probably not even going to look oh, at wow. too much anymore so so this yeah, is it's it, been it, it's now no longer a uh, drop day by or whatever we called that release day by yeah uh it, i'm it's going to be a real skeptical i'm going to have to really i i don't know i wargaming florida right now as many times if you've nerfed this thing i, I i'm going to give it a pass i don't know we'll we'll wait and see it comes out so that's that's my parting shot wargaming leave the florida alone i was just looking at that saying it went from 63800 down they brought it down to 51800 wow the the, uh, wow the real florida is already underwater enough right yeah the the HE fire chance went from thirty percent down to twenty two percent. I mean, they just and this is round two of the the nerfs, you know. So yeah, that's my parting shot. Leave the Florida alone. 
Well, I'd just like to part by uh, reminding everybody about the contest. The details will be in Discord. It should already, I will probably have already posted the message by the time this goes live. Um, yeah, the details for that will be there. I don't want to elaborate too much on that here because I did that earlier. Plus, I don't have my notes in front of me, so I don't want to say any of the rules wrong. Uh, yeah, good luck to everybody. I hope to see a lot of interest. And if this goes well, if we see a lot of people entering, and we get good feedback on this, then where there will be more to follow. Absolutely. And don't forget, Mr. Sock has a stream as well. Yes. So check that yeah. out. Yep. Link is in the description. Absolutely. In the show notes, if anybody reads them, there's really good info in there. I do change them every week. <laughs> I might even put the word crimson butt flap in there this week because I, I enjoyed... <laughs> I don't know. Props to that guy again. I mean, that, that was great. I enjoyed I enjoyed <laughs> reading. Flap. Yeah, I, I don't is know. A, <laughs> is Crimson Butt Flap a, a, a synonym of Taco Bell Night? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I really don't. Uh, you know, I've... <laughs> I used to have a, a character in the World of Warcraft years. I played it for years and years and years. And I got on this kick of naming characters after... Uh, you know, certain things. In one case, I had a character that most people, and, and when I jump on a Discord and see those people that I used to play with, they all call me by that name because that was the main character I played around them with. And the character's name was Maylox. And they all laughed at me. And I said, I, I, yeah, I have a heartburn problem, okay? But but Pepsid was already taken. Rolaids didn't sound right. And Tums just was dumb. So I went with Maylox. <laughs> So who knows how this guy came up with a name, but props to him. <laughs> if he's listening, we need we need to bring him in as a guest and find out where the name came from. Yeah, that that could yeah. be it. You know what? We'll bring. Th that's a new segment right there. We bring th we 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 talk. We bring three every week of, of funny names that we saw, and we all choose the winner and try to find him out there in the world, and he can come on the show. <laughs> All right, but that'll wrap it up, everybody. Thanks for listening, and uh, hope to see you uh, in-game. And uh, if you do, give us a quick 07 or just tell us we suck. I don't care. One way or the other, it's feedback. So hit us up, say hi, how's it going, and all that. Everybody take care. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.